going to be shocking. Welcome to Geeks Without God with Molly Glover, Nick Glover, and Tim Wick. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we are once again live at Convergence. We have a special guest, Jerry Bellish. He's going to talk to us about whether or not being agnostic is just kind of cheating. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. Welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Molly Glover, live at Convergence 2023. We're so popular. Oh my gosh, oh it's so nice. God. And I'm joined as always by my co-hosts, Nick Glover. Glee. And Tim Wick. Hello. And today we are joined by a guest from the audience, Jerry Bellick. Hello. Jerry, uh, uh, tell us about yourself. Who are you and what do you do? <laughs> uh, so uh, I've been coming to con for uh, probably 20 years -ish? Nice. A, a while, a long time. Um, I am a, a game designer uh, and I do narrative and content design for a studio called Squanch Games, uh, as well as build escape rooms and uh, physical alternative controller experiences, installations, just weird shit. You, you designed the escape room that is potentially my favorite gaming experience of my entire life. Oh. Yeah, it was called Utopia. Uh, it you, not not was anymore. It's what? back, baby. It is? is? Yeah. Oh my where, gosh, uh, where can it be? Through a complicated set of legal events, uh, <laughs> it is now, uh, 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 oh, I should remember the name of the uh, company, shouldn't I? Is it Trapped? Tra trapped. Is it, is like it Southdale Mall? Oh, really? In yeah. the Southdale Mall? Oh my okay, God. so listen, I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm just going to tell you this. So if, you've done, if you raise your hand, you're in escape rooms, you know, you know escape rooms? All right. So now imagine you walk into an escape room and it is a white room with just solid walls and there's a pedestal in the center and that's it. That's it's, how uh, it starts. And you, you got to figure out what the it heck is, is It up. is a great escape room would, and one of the few that I failed at completely. Yes. I would say like, so. like thematically you might see some things in common with the game Portal. Yeah. And if that gives you ideas of how a blank room can be terribly interesting, you can kind of run with that in your imagination. And you'd probably be right. It was so cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that's not what we're here to that's talk about. That's not what we're here that's to talk about. We are here to talk about. So we did, a, we did a submission from the audience, and you are in the audience, and we did a drawing, and your name came up. And you want to talk about the topics you put forth is, uh, is being agnostic a form of laziness? Is it something actually, where you should decide? Actually, it says... That's, I shortened that. Okay. Is it, uh, is it... We can read it if you want. Tim has the actual text that oh, okay. was received. I only have Molly's shorthand. I shorthanded it for drawings. Got uh, it. And so... It Tim, says... Is being agnostic lazy, like shit or get off the pot, or a valid position if you just don't care anymore? That's fair. So I, one thing I wanted to talk about with that is uh, this concept of agnostic versus apatheistic, which I've heard, which is oh, like apatheistic being I just don't care either way, agnostic being more of a I don't know. Uh, do you identify as either of these? I, I, I mean, I think I... <sighs> Well, so that's a, that's a tricky question. Yeah. That's one reason I wanted to submit that. Uh, I mean, I would say when, I mean, I grew up Christian, uh, Lutheran, 
and uh, went to Bethel University. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is very religious. It's a, so it a is. A local religious uh, college, yep. <laughs> and I remember when I was finishing up at school, I remember saying to friends, I was like, I haven't lost my faith in God, I've lost my faith in people. Mm. And I, uh, that was something I kind of held on to for a while because I was like, God, people are the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially many people. Uh, that I'm around uh, in these religious circles. Sure. So I want to back up for a second. Isn't Bethel like one of those places that like, there's like no dancing and no rock music? And I mean, it's <laughs> there. There actually was footloose a point you? where dancing was not allowed. Oh, there wow. was a little footloose going on for yeah. a bit. Did you uh, dance anyway, you rebel? Oh, I danced. Oh, I danced. Oh, well, you know you can dance if you wanna. <laughs> all right. I left all my friends behind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's so. To you, it felt like it was the people that were letting you down. Was there a point where you came to realize that it wasn't necessarily the people so much as it was the dogma and the religion? Yeah, and it was a, it was a really slow burn because uh, after that, like the people that I had really connected with at the school. Um, there were, you know, there was the cool little churches that, mm-hmm. you know, sprung up, and, and there's one in uh, northeast Minneapolis, and uh, so I went, I went to places like this for a while, where it was a lot of, like, close friends, mm-hmm. and they were very accepting, and, like, part of me almost wonders if that was maybe not great, because it just made it easier to, like, be very comfortable, and, like, well, maybe this is still part of my identity, Sure. Uh, when over time it just kind of hollowed out more and more, uh, but it's very hard. Uh, you've got this muscle memory of, like, saying, "Oh, am I an atheist?" and like waiting for the lightning to strike, <laughs> <laughs> it, and it, it never does. <laughs> it, it was too comfortable to have a clean break. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Did you, so was there, did you, I know mean, a lot of people, we've talked on the podcast for the three of us, did you have like a thunderclap moment where you realized, I, I, I guess I'm presuming whether or not you believe in God anymore, but where something changed uh, more so than just, you know, or was it, was it just a slow degradation? A did you ever wake up one day and, and realize for yourself? <laughs> it was probably like 10, 15 years of, of, just being like, oh, I guess I'm, I guess I'm agnostic because mm. I, I don't know if there is, and I don't really care about asking the question. Sure. And then probably just in the last few years, where I was like, okay, this is, this is getting silly. Like, <laughs> just make a call. Like, I, like, or, or rather, just admit what you actually think, hmm. which is nah. Like admit it because it's it's you you are almost afraid. It's it's interesting. We had a similar thing happen to us about uh, having kids. Uh, mm. I'd always thought I would have kids. I think Nick had always thought he would have kids. That's just what you do. And we got when we got married, we both thought we were going to have kids. That wasn't something we had talked about before. But both of us separately, not realizing it, were slowly starting to feel like maybe we didn't, and we didn't know how to address that until finally one day. Uh, I think I said it first, and Nick's response was, "Oh, thank God, I don't want kids." And like, and and it, but it like it was it was a really. I mean, we could have not talked about it for right. the next ten years. Oh, and, that, that and is just, real. Yeah, that absolutely is visceral. I mean, I, I recently just had a child, but there there's something to that. Like, you made this decision mm-hmm. that feels like a part of your identity for so long. Yeah, that having to confront that and say like do I not actually want this anymore? Do I not actually feel this yeah. way anymore? Is surprisingly difficult. 
Were you, uh, were you pretty devout as a teenager? I know a lot of teenagers who go, and ki- people who go on to, you know, uh, highly religious colleges tend to have, you know, really, when you're looking, when you're se- doing that seeking in your teenage years, it, it can go one way or the other. I, I've done a lot of, like, reflection on that, and uh, what it usually was is I found things that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I really liked to sing, so uh, I joined this uh, little choir that my sister was a part of that... Uh, we'd go to these churches and stuff. Um, and, and so were there, there were just activities that I really enjoyed, and that was my way of being like, okay, well, this, I'm, I'm doing the thing. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do remember one instance, and actually this was maybe kind of one of those uh, thunderclap moments yeah. uh, where it may have started that kind of slow decline. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, being at one of the, the churches, uh, my sister and other people, and... They started doing the thing where everybody's getting really, really in a fervor. Oh, yeah. And, they, and somebody started coming by and, like, pushing people on the forehead. You know that one? Oh, oh yeah. Getting the oh, demons yeah. out. The, the domino. Yep. Get them yeah. out. You're healed. Yeah. And, and, like, I saw it happening, and I was like, uh-oh. It's coming my way. <laughs> <laughs> but and, I like my demons. <laughs> and, and so there was this moment where I was like, is something going to happen? Like, yeah. Is this the moment where I like actually get some kind of definitive something? A sign. You're going to feel sign. something real. Yeah. yeah. And did the thing without thinking about it. I went down. Yeah. Because that's how it works. While I was down there, I was like, oh, I get it. I did it because that's exactly what was expected of mm-hmm. me. And it would have been really weird to stay up and like everybody's yeah. all confused like oh and that's how Nazi Germany started yeah. <laughs> but no like it's it's a uh, uh, is it Darren Brown the, yeah, the mentalist, the mentalist. Uh, the, he does this thing he talks about the handshake interrupt is mm. a way that you can hypnotize people and it's if you're doing something that's an automatic gesture like when someone puts their hand out you're automatically you go to shake their yeah. hand even against your will sometimes uh, and and what'll happen is if when they're doing that you you, you interrupt the action and then start if you're a hypnotist and start there, uh, that can put your brain just into a hypnotic state. And I've read a lot of stuff about people talking with this like faith healing, with the, yeah. the speaking in tongues and stuff like that, that can be, it is this, you are in a big group. If you've ever been in a, like a big, a big group at a convention, I don't know if you've ever been like, you know, getting into Gen Con when there's 10,000 people all in one spot trying to get in the exhibition hall or anything like that, that thrumming crowd energy is something that affects us on a level we can't really describe and so if you're combining that with religion with basically a handshake interrupt you know like doing that Mm -hmm. like gesture to you and and your brain is just like oh we fall down everyone else did that's what humans are doing right now let's do it then i had had that happen at the convention there's a i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to get into drama there's a there's a person i just don't really care for uh and 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 like a specific person. One and, person. And, you know, it's convergence, and you see a lot of people, and a lot of people are saying hi, and we're walking around, and this person's like, hi! And me, just being kind of trying to be a friendly, jovial person, was like, oh, hi! And then as I walked away, I'm like, oh, fuck that guy. I hate that guy. Why did I just yeah. say hi to that guy? Totally automatic. Totally autopilot. I, when we first went to, uh, we went to a, a small Ren Fest, and I was, it was right after the pandemic, and I was like, all right, 
we'll go, but I'm not hugging anybody. Like I'm not hugging anybody. That's I'm going to try to keep my I'm going to keep my social distance. Within five minutes, I'd hugged three people I did not know because they were like, "Oh, how is it going?" And I was like, "Okay." And like my I'm like, "Traitor brain, what are you doing?" Like we agreed, we talked about this. We're not hugging people, and it's like, but that's what's expected is to do the hug. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, you're yeah, gonna do the hug. And it just you can't. It's so amazing how much your brain will just override you. And I, I wonder how much of that is, you know, like lends itself to religion. Yeah, I think like it, that. I think it does. I mean, we've talked to people who, who have been like Pentecostals and, 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 oh, yeah. and, and, and I'm like, did you do the speaking in tongues thing? And, so, they're, and they're like, yeah. And I said, did you know it was bullshit when you were doing it? And they said, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but everybody else is doing it and you feel stupid if you don't. I had that exact experience. Really? Uh, there was, there was like the church did this kind of educational thing. I can't remember what the official name for it is, but you're basically forced to go to church a lot and uh, as a, this little youth group thing. Yeah. Uh, and there was one point where they lined us up and we're like, all right, we're going to speak in tongues. And it wasn't like during a service or anything. It was just like, all right, it's your turn. Mm-hmm. Speak in tongues. Mm. And it was the most cringe, awkward, awful feeling I'd ever had. Because oh, I'm yeah. like, Oh, boy. It was horrible. It was so horrible. And did they did they praise you for your attempt? At the, I mean, like, was I there? Guess like, I passed because I, mean, I feel like that's the to me like that's a. How big are they going to prove I didn't? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they only know English. Well, and then <laughs> and be bothered. And if they do, you can like question their faith. You can turn it back on them. They can be like, I don't think you were really doing it. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I had the Holy Spirit through me. What about you? I, they I can't, have, they can't I prove have, it. I have found that that does not really work on uh, when my, my father uh, became a born again Lutheran my, my biological father and uh, uh, one of the things he was saying was he kept saying we have to go to church when it was his weekends and I remember saying I thought you said that God was everywhere and that we could that he saw everything we did at all times why do I have to go to church can't I just stay home and pray and he was like, no, you have to go to church. I'm like, why? He's like, because that's how God knows that you are devout. And I'm like, but he can't see I'm devout here? And he's like, no, not unless you're at church. I'm like, so he doesn't see everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I got grounded because, you know, it was just like, well, well, now I can't go to church because I'm grounded. Like, it was so dumb. Like, it was like, that's exactly what I wanted was to not fucking go. Like, <laughs> you, <laughs> but like that kind of, you know, it's like it overrides their logic circuits and they can't, yeah, they absolutely. can't do that. Yeah. And, and like laying on the ground and basically thinking about, because I was down there and I was like, okay, how long do people usually <laughs> stay down here? And I was trying to figure out what a good time was. Like how, like how long you've got to stay at the party to, yeah. to, to look right? Like, And I counted. <laughs> I just laid there and I counted until it felt like an appropriate amount of time and then came out of my days and wandered away a, a, a little bit more broken. Yeah, yeah. So, so thank goodness for that, because you're, you're better that way. Um, yeah. We're all better a little bit broken. I, I did want to ask though. So you know, you brought up the agnostic yeah. thing. Yeah. So so is that like you're you're like I don't know if I if I should call myself the, an atheist. The, the slow burn was like getting to to be like yeah whatever I'm agnostic. I'm 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 not Christian. I'm not like officially religious. Uh, but then there was it. Anytime I was like use the word atheist, I, I just wasn't. It didn't feel like I was ready to do that. Like someone's like, are you until, sure? Brain's like, are you sure? Yeah, you until sure? maybe, I mean, even just the last few years where I was like, okay, like, because I felt a little annoyed with myself. It felt like I was just like staying in this lazy uh, mm. position. Uh, and it, it just got kind of old. Yeah. It's, it's, um, 
it's a very uh, objective and definite thing for some people, atheist versus you know uh, agnostic, and and for some people, agnostic is very definite and deliberate too, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just on your way to atheism. Some people are very logically like, no, I literally can't fucking know, and I've spent a lot of time thinking about yep. it, and like truly, I can't make a decision because there's not enough evidence, and I refuse to go say absolutely no just because. I'm a real hard ass about statistics. Yeah, and for me, it was uh, a safe atheism. Sure. Yeah, uh, for a lot of people too, it's a it yeah. is that transitional safe. You know, it, uh, it is kind of a safe atheism, isn't it? And yeah. I've said this on the podcast before, but I think it, what I always say is I'm about ninety nine point ninety nine percent sure that there is sure. no God. I'm a hundred percent sure that if there is a God, humans don't know shit. Yes. About what God's like, but <laughs> but. There is that tiny bit of, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, I just round up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and that's, and I think too, I, I, to go back to your, your original question, I don't think it's lazy. I don't think that it is, you know, somebody saying that they're, you know, that they're waffling. I do think it is a completely valid uh, way to look at each other. I don't think we should be like, the religious people or even more specifically Christianity and divide ourselves into tiny little subsects and pretend that we don't all have something in common, which is that it doesn't matter to us. We're good without it. We are non-believers and how we come to that non-belief doesn't really matter. We are united in the fact that we aren't going to let religious dogma be the driving force behind our choices. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's everybody. If you're in this room, however you identify, you're here because you, you are good without God. That's where the podcast name comes from. We are geeks without God. We don't need it. And you that's not what makes you make your choices. And I think that's important. And we shouldn't let these little things divide us. Yeah. Absolutely. Fair. Jerry, amazing. Thank you. We would love to ask you five questions. Five questions. Five questions. All right. Time for five questions. And the first question is going to come from Tim Wick. Hey, Jerry, as a video game designer, <laughs> what's a game you played recently that you really enjoyed? Uh, let's see. I mean, it is Control, also. uh, Control and the DLC, because that's great. I love the genre of new weird. Uh, I love when there's, like, these monolithic bureaucratic entities that are trying to deal with these supernatural and and just kind of unexplainable things. Like SCP Foundation? Yeah, Yeah. but they do it with a lot of paperwork. Mm. There's just an appeal there for me. Um, I I used to play an an MMORPG called Anarchy Online. Oh, I played, I was so into that. I played that for a little while. They had a character class that was bureaucrat, Mm -hmm. and I was so in. Put on the little suit, uh, I went on these quests to to get a coffee maker so that I could buff my team. Like it was just so nonsensical. I even did a business LARP uh, in England, in the woods. It was like post-apocalyptic, but this like corporate entity survived, and so the boss had like twelve ties. Uh, around his belt. <laughs> and I found a book in a river that was about uh, like finance and business, and I turned it into a religious text and then started religion and, and then uh, gained power over most of the culture. That's that fantastic. Is, that is literally the most Jerry answer that has uh, ever been Jerry. C- control is an amazing game. <laughs> it's and, a really good game. <laughs> and like, 
anyone who's going to try it, like if, if difficult games aren't your thing, the accessibility settings really make it easy to jump on if you just want to enjoy the creepy horror elements of the game without the action parts. And there is no shame in that plan, whatever Absolutely difficulty not. or lack thereof. It, as a game designer, like don't listen to gamers ever. <laughs> uh, rarely do they actually reflect how the people that create content feel. Yeah. We need a slur for gamers. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just gamers. It's just gamers. Okay. Uh, added this one these games because I love narrative. I love yeah, like, same. A deep, like rich, interactive narrative uh, where choices really matter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, question two: What uh, science fact or discovery do you think is really fucking cool? Uh, I mean, anytime we get cooler pictures of planets or galaxies, mm. I flip out. Yes. It's so good. I mean, anything that's like, oh, desktop wallpaper fire. <laughs> so, I mean, all, all of those, every time it happens, yeah. a, a satellite gets deeper and takes some sweet pics. Yeah, yeah, you know, when, 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 when the Pluto pictures came back, oh, we, oh like, we named our cat after Pluto. Yeah. We were just oh, like, yeah, yeah, it's Pluto Day. This oh, cat's name is God. Pluto. Amazing. Because it, it's so incredible because it's all this stuff that's like just out of reach. Uh, yeah. And for centuries, like, we'll nobody never, could even imagine. We'll never see it in our lifetime. Yeah. And we get to look at it on we our look at it. They get to see maybe a slightly brighter yeah. colored it's dot. It's right up close. It's truly fantastic. and. The better it looks and the further we get, the more kind of thick it looks at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, it totally does. Yeah. All right, question three. Where do you get your sense of right and wrong from since we now know it's not religion? <laughs> um, I think it's, I mean, I'm somebody that I think feels things very deeply and I have a hard time like hiding my emotions or how I feel about a situation. Um, and uh, I think along with that has come kind of this deep sense of just, actually, I think your last guest, Bridget, was talking about rules. Uh, and, and, like, there need to be rules, and, like, people shouldn't get to just do whatever they want. And I I just feel gross, like, physically ill mm. when I feel like I've hurt somebody or I've done something that's, like, caused uh, people pain. Mm -hmm. it, it's and, and I don't need anything else. Like, I just physically <laughs> feel awful. Yeah. Yeah. And it works. That's it works. Physical pain, that's right. Yeah. Torture works, people torture works. That's what Jerry just told me. Well, my brain has to be all the time. Question number four, if you could build a robot to perfectly perform one chore or task for the rest of your life, what would that chore or task be? Ooh. Um, I mean, obviously, we're not going to say sex, because that's just crude. Right, that's, yeah. That's yeah. disgusting, people. I mean, come on. You're all disgusting for thinking it. Um, are, you building, are you each building a robot? Like, you just outsource it entirely? <laughs> and if we're going to avoid the whole wishes rule, not building a robot, I can build any other robot. Uh, and I think I would go uh, some kind of a cooking bot. Mm. Uh, if it had to be specific, then maybe, maybe a, a sushi bot? Oh, yeah. Or a, a ramen bot? Because that takes some time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm pretty sure you could do a bot that could do both. I think just anything. Yeah. Get, get you a bot that does both. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, question five, what is a movie or a TV show that you think everyone should watch? Ooh, um, I'll go with, uh, got a, a couple here. 
So like right. recently, I'm going with like recent weeks and yeah. stuff. Just finished season one of Silo. Oh, oh my god. Read that book. I wonder, I'm like, I have one, but now I'm like, oh, do I start reading them? Yes. Read them. Read them. I don't want them to make like the future show Read them. Fucking read them. Did you do the same with different enough to be enjoyed? Okay, fair enough. Yes. And I'm going to give one other answer to that. Uh, so over, especially over the pandemic and everything, a show that really, really uh, helped my wife and I just like get through stuff was Taskmaster. Yeah. Oh yeah! Uh, as somebody that loves to, to watch comedy and to perform comedy, yes. it's just such a perfect formula for tapping into like the ridiculous human behavior uh, while allowing people to kind of be funny in their own ways and weird character work. Yeah. There's, like, there's not a single episode of Taskmaster where I haven't laughed out loud yep. exactly. yep. so hard I almost had to pause the show yep. well, I'm sure because it was hilarious. As, yeah. a, as a game designer and as a person oh who really appreciates yes. rules, Taskmaster is so much about the letter of the rule and rules lawyering as a way to accomplish things. I bet it is very enjoyable on that level. Absolutely. We pause all the time yeah. just to be like, first of all, how would we solve that? You know, come up with the most clever thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud of myself. Well, uh, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We believe in love, God. This is Convergence 2023. And we will see you all next year at the beautiful Hyatt Regency in downtown Minneapolis. Thank you and stay godless, everybody. Audio problems? Ha! Not after 500 episodes. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. Need more Geeks Without God? Go to our website, read our blog posts, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Twitter at Geeks Without God. Social media! We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Our first episode recorded at Convergence was about Prometheus, and it's better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the we didn't know what the F we were doing. <laughs>